The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything. Remember that Tommy Buckfuck? Yeah, I don't feel okay with that. I really don't. Real is a loser. You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore. Why? Or maybe it's just that I'm hogged up on caffeine. And because y'all get on to me for even saying anything. Oh. I'm done. No, I'm I- done. I'm done. You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. (laughs) I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy. First and foremost, I am not fucking RoboTuner. (laughs) Robo, fuck you. That would be so tender. Number one. That's the play for a stripper to just go, oh yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. (laughs) Why did the stripper turn to Matt Thomas? So where's the stripper from? Thomas, is that you, man? I thought it was genius, RoboTuner. You did a fantastic job. It is. I thought I I just wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. (laughs) You dress up well, Thomas, man. I didn't know you were into this. You little LARPer, you. Someone shoot me. I have to live with him. All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own, and I really must say, please offer us advertisement so we can do this for pay. Do this for pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop and two mics We found it hard in social media to get any likes Then we got new equipment and the world was much more fun Three years had gone by, now our studio is done RoboTuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm Sushi keeping Matt in check, true ruler of this realm Thundercase shocking both their asses into gear Alex the intern, why am I even here? We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go. The song is almost over, starting at last. Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwatch, Robotuner's Insignificant Podcast. <laughs> Occurrence 128 for Monday. April the 5th, 2021, in the year of the free animal's name that you shout when you're safe in the game of hide-and-seek. Once again, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to cue the sound again, since that's my job whenever the, the other two are remote. Y'all well, can't be a remote anymore, because that means RoboTuner gets to slack off. <laughs> no, I just well, get to make I, that sound still, myself. <laughs> I'm still not sure I, I follow the hide-and-seek thing. Ollie, Ollie, oxen free. Oxen free. Yeah. You guys are uh, old you school. Guys your time. You guys are too old for me. <laughs> That's your time. I'm gonna, hey, I'm going to need y'all to dumb down the, the old jokes. I mean something newer. Okay. Well, you're dumb enough for the wow. rest of Wow. Yeah. You know what? You're still, you know, you really fit the a-hole bill really well. You know, that's that's another project we don't want to talk about. Well, building a-holes? Yeah, you're right. I don't want you to talk about that. <laughs> All right. Well, greetings. RoboTuner coming at you from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwa. Back again with that low-budget podcast style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all the above. Take your pick. Joining me once, a ta- once again across the table for me is my existing romantic life partner, Sushi. Here I am. Yes. And here this is. Why don't you play that while you're introducing me? Because I had to 
<laughs> I, I had to search for it while I was speaking. Oh, okay. So there's the, that. And then, then uh, da, 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 the, yeah, the master of all wishing wells, Thunder K. Uh, God I, dang. I guess, it, I guess it's the master of all wishing wells. I mean... You collect all the money that comes out of the wishing wells. Like, I don't know. Is that, that, is? Is that your form form of payment? I don't. I don't get the reference. There's really no reference. You're the master of all wishing wells, so you collect. Boom, man, boom. Are you saying that he collects <laughs> he, wishes? Yeah, no, he collects a percentage of wish. <laughs> he co- collects the percentage of earnings from other wishing wells that are under him. It's like a pyramid scheme. Oh my god! I'm an Enron. I don't even know how to feel about this. What? How do the wishes <laughs> get granted? Wishes. Does if someone if you grant someone a wish, do you get part of their wish, and does someone above you get part of that wish? No, it's like a gamble because if their wish comes true, then the the, the wishing wells don't earn as much. <laughs> I Wait, don't even know. So how does this work? Like if somebody says, "I wish I had a bigger penis," <laughs> does theirs get bigger and mine get smaller? I don't. How does that work? <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of screwed, I guess. Because I don't want that job. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, here's Alex the Inter, too. All right. So I'm glad that you two could make it back in time for our occurrence today. <laughs> yep. Oh, no comment, yeah, totally huh? Totally intentional. Totally intentional. Don't mind him. He's actually in a competition right now. Who? Alex. A competition for what? That security competition. Oh, okay. For that I, scholarship. Yeah, yeah. I thought I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I didn't. I didn't know oh, the no, actual com- competition. <laughs> it says cybersecurity nas- national qualifier. Yeah, I remember you saying that. That's a that's a huge deal, man. We've talked about yeah, we talked about that, that last week. He's doing a lot of cursing. That's very big. I, I haven't seen him make much progress, but he sure does curse a lot. <laughs> I just don't know. What is this? What is this? It's not going well. No, I'm sure it'll get better. Well, we we all had quite the busy weekend. Yeah, we named this occurrence this week. Backyard Bonanza because that's literally where we spent the majority of our time not only cleaning most of the day on yeah well actually yeah for me I spent a lot of the afternoon on Good Friday cleaning it because I was off and then you went and Sushi you went and helped your dad move some more stuff from his house and then as soon as you came back you helped you and I both worked on the backyard getting it cleaned up and organized and all that I reupholstered the chairs on Friday night Okay, that was Friday? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I reupholstered the chairs on Friday night, and then Saturday I helped my dad move, and then I came home, and I tried to work in the backyard as best I could, but I was flipping exhausted. Mm-hmm. And my allergies were the worst parts, too, from using the, the electric blower to get all the leaves and loose dirt off of the, the asphalt. Yeah. See, I didn't see Matt much on Sunday. And that's why, because... <laughs> I had sneezed so hard those two days, my chest was hurting. And the allergy medicines that I had taken on top of it just to keep from sniffling was kicking my ass. And I keep making him laugh, and I don't mean to, but it's just, you know, he goes... It hurts. He goes, 
He walks in the bedroom earlier and he was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, keep me updated with that. Every time you go, let me know, okay? (laughs) He he was like, oh, you're hurting me. You're hurting me. I was like, you always tell me you're going to the bathroom. Wait a second. Were you sitting on him? No. No. You're hurting me. Because his chest hurt from sneezing. sneezing. My God, you people don't understand me. Yes, oh, I understand. Oh, I know what you're talking about, Alex. That was so long ago. I don't even remember doing it. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Wait a second, what? You're talking yeah, about I me jumping think... on Kenneth's chest when he was a baby? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what does that have to do with it? Wait, why were you sitting on Matt in the toilet? <laughs> I was not you did this sitting... a long time ago? No, was I was not right. sitting on anybody on the toilet. I don't do is that. Like, is that like something I'm not, not familiar oh, wait, with? Maybe don't explain. That's not my kind That's of kink, you guys. Did that, you did that to yourself. Okay? Please, yeah. Ah, anyway, but aside from our cleaning and organization efforts, we had a good Easter, and we had a damn good brisket, too. Your boy did an excellent job He's, of that. He smoked that thing for over 24 hours. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I flipped it, it a couple times, too. It was real smoke. Do what? What? Nothing. Do what? <laughs> I can't handle you guys right What'd now. What'd you say? What'd you say? Do what? Nothing. Pause. That chicken was really good. It was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, Markham good. saved the day on that one, too. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I ran out of pro. We ran out of propane in my propane grill. Yep. Mm. Yeah, but it was all good. It was all good stuff. And whenever you came back from your dad's house on Saturday, you actually brought back that synthesizer that you didn't know still existed. I did. I got it. Yeah, I didn't re- tell Thunder K. It's but a I real- got it. Can't, I got it from dad's house. Yeah, it's a realistic brand. Uh, and it actually says by Moog. So Moog must have actually licensed certain electronics retailers to use. Uh, to use the, the the their device and just slap their name on it. He said the output's not working, but when you plug no. it in, can you play anything on it? No, no, it, it, nothing. Ha- there's no audio whenever you press the keys. Okay, so it just doesn't have any audio. Right, right. Doesn't have any output. Yeah, it makes me wonder if it's the jack or something, something else that could be a miss. Could I'll, be a capacitor. That thing is old. It is old. Yeah. They, they don't. They didn't have solid state capacitors in those things. Well, I, we were thinking about get contacting somebody that would repair it because it, it's worth its weight in gold, just for the noises that it makes. Yeah, it, it was a, if it was a true Moog brand, that would thing would be worth some money. Well, I think yeah. it's just worth the noises that it makes. Yeah, I write a song on it and shit. Well, I'm not gonna shit. It's like making it make make uh, helicopter sounds. Yeah. So Kenneth can make fun. I mean, so Thunder K can make fun of me some more. Is it oh, an MG? Oh. No, I, I have phone after that. I will tell you exactly what model it is. Dustin from JJTM asking if it is an MG1. Oh my gosh, that is so crazy. You had to be so detailed on that one, didn't you? Yeah, when I was a little kid, we used to play with it all the time. Remember that? Yeah. It was so fun. By that, um, you obviously mean the synthesizer. Yeah. Yeah. The synthesizer. That's what we would play with all the time. 
Okay. All it says on there, and I checked the back too, is that it's a realistic, the brand is realistic, and it says synthesizer by Moog Incorporated. Moog, uh, or it says licensed by Moog Products USA to Tandy Corporation. I didn't know realistic was also another Tandy brand like Radio Shack was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it looks like it just has maybe two and a half octaves of keys on it, and then the rest are all the usual Moog controls. If I had to guess, I would have to say it's somewhere in the mid mid eighties or so. Yeah, it's. I definitely want to get it working again, though. You said by Moog and it's Tandy. Well, a uh, realistic brand, which is was a a Tandy company, yeah. Oh, are you are you looking up? Uh... Oh, cool! Yeah, he said. Oh, he... awesome! Yeah, awesome, dude. I appreciate that. So cool. Yeah, I'd love to get it working again. Use it to write a write a jet noise song or Robotuna song for our show. I've actually never had the privilege of owning those things. All the keyboards that I had growing up were Casio bread. The very first one I had was a dinky little thing that was it was like a junior keyboard and it did the for the for the backbeats. I think it was a CS1 or something like that. Then we got a, a bit more of an advanced Casio keyboard. Yes, yes Dustin. Yes, what? It is, it, it's like an MG1. I'm looking at it, and it has all the same keys as the MG1. Okay. Yep, it's it just is. a realistic equivalent. Yeah, the realistic brand. No, it is. It says realistic Moog MG1. That's oh, what okay. it is. Okay. Yeah, it's the exact same one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad your dad still had it at any rate. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to have soup. Can't wait to get that thing working again. I've been trying to get my hands on that thing for I don't know how long. I called Dad and asked him, and he was like, "Oh, well, I don't know where it is." And duh, 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 duh. he didn't want to give it to me. A used one is seven hundred fifty dollars. Nineteen eighty one. I don't have the cameras up right now, so I don't know if it's showing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's what they're talking All about. All right, enough it's of that. <sighs> Headphones it's once again. All right, so I got a couple other things I wanted to I wanted to talk about today. So <laughs> before I get into before I get into gaming, there's something big. Well, not I, I wouldn't say. Um, I wouldn't say big, but it's some news that I did some investigation on earlier on, earlier today. So you did work for the show. Well, this is well <laughs> for the show, but the, <laughs> just let me get let me go on here. Just kidding. So with the numbers of COVID cases that seem to be on this uh, on a downfall, depending on what state you live in and whatnot. I'm I'm becoming a little bit more hopeful that we're closer we're a lot closer to having uh, mass live events return in the hopefully near future than I was of course this time last year. <laughs> At any rate, so uh, did you know that today was the Rangers opening? Uh, yes. The Rangers opening game at, at Global Life Stadium. No, I didn't know. Yeah, the, uh, I watched a little bit of that at Capriccio's. Yeah, yeah. So 
I just saw a short little clip on YouTube. That place was packed. Like, they weren't even... Um, they didn't have, like, every other seat blocked off or anything like that. Uh, I didn't really take a close look to see if most of the people were wearing masks or not. I just thought it was... I just thought it was interesting. I'll tell you, um, one of the restaurants in Azel, uh, they the wait staff, they were Ken, uh, Thunder K and Kim were telling me that the wait staff don't have to wear masks anymore, and people in the restaurant don't have to wear masks anymore. And when I went into Walmart, I had my mask on, but I saw multiple people without their masks on, and it nobody was stopping them. Mm. Yeah, so, and I think that's because most, uh, or I, I don't want to say most, but a lot of businesses now are not, are, are they can either, they can go either way. Either they can enforce, well, not enforce, yeah, they can either enforce it, recommend it, or just not require it. Because it's because the actual federal, not federal requirement, but the state requirement it's, has been dropped. I, I think that what people just aren't thinking about is the vaccine isn't something that makes the COVID go away. It um, lessens the lessens symptoms, the symptoms right. but you can still have COVID and you can still spread it to other people. Well, That's, actually, CDC says that, uh, or at least I'm not did, listening to them anymore. The CDC said that uh, people who have gotten the vaccine are far less likely to spread COVID to other people. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good, but I still don't trust it. And that's your right. And I'm going to wear my mask. Yeah, I still am too. I have no shame in it. None, none whatsoever. At any rate, amongst the subject of big events resuming in the near future once again, you know that last year in August, uh, pre-pandemic, I was supposed to go to New York City to see Rage Against the Machine and Madison Square Garden with my friends from JGTM, right? Yeah. So May of last year, I remember it was like, yeah, middle of May, I got the official email that said that the show was going to be delayed for one year. So now the show is, or now the rescheduled date is four months away. I haven't heard anything from either the ticket holders or the venue itself as far as if it if it's for sure going to happen or if they're choosing either... Because of state guidelines, because the venue chose to, or if the band chose to reschedule it again, I haven't heard anything at this point. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this actually going to happen? So I did a little bit more research as far as New York City goes. And I found, I'm not sure how recent this article is, I found a story that New York is actually offering a digital passport called Excelsior that the state is hoping to kickstart like big events. So basically what it is, is that you have to live in New York. You have to, uh, you have to have been like fully vaccinated in the state within 14 days or longer since your last shot. Uh, you've had a PCR, which I can't remember what it stands for administered in the state of New York, the last three days, or you've had an ant negative antigen test within six hours in order to get that pass downloaded on your phone. So that's great if you're a resident, but people that are traveling from out of town like us to see a big event where it's not happening in our own in our own area, mm-hmm. that doesn't do us any favors. But at any rate, that's the the app itself is something that you can voluntarily download if you meet any of those criteria. So I I read ahead a little bit, and according to Madison Square Garden's website, 
they're also they're also mandating uh, the, those three criteria. You and you have to f- provide proof of it. You either have to have a negative antigen test taken within six hours of the start time of the event, uh, provide a proof of a PCR negative PCR that's within 72 hours of the day of the event or proof of the vaccination, which as long as you're 14 days or more from that date. So, so that's four months away. Yeah, that's four months away. And as of now, that's the, those are the three criteria I just read off that you have to meet in order to be able to let in to see any events there. At Maybe Madison it'll Square change Garden. in a couple of months. Uh, we, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I just, <laughs> I was talking to the guys about this, earlier this afternoon and they said man it just seems that I'd, if they make like that passport mandatory I'd like to see them enforce it for every single person going in you the doors. You can't make people ta- take a shot. Yeah. They don't even make moms vaccinate their kids before they go to school. Well yeah take a shot or provide evidence of a negative test. Right. So, Well I mean provide now, that I don't mind. I think being able to provide evidence of a negative test, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not being forced to take a, you know, put a, put a foreign object in your body. Um, you're just other than the, the swab that goes in your nose. But um, yeah. other than that, that's the only thing, right? So yeah. you're not getting a shot. I just think that that's, that's something that's more feasible, plausible, whatever. Yeah. However you want to say it. Well, again, it, it's not our state, so we we don't have a say. So. Well, somebody's got to have a say. Yeah, it just makes me wonder. It makes me wonder if it's going to be pushed off again or just flat out canceled by either the venue, the the guidelines that these venues are going by, or if the band's just going to either re- just scrap the dates altogether. I I don't know what's going to happen. So, but it definitely does not give me any warm fuzzies about the about it at any rate. Plus, well, something else to think about. What's that? I know that I know that uh, the Biden administration was talking about uh, working with some of the companies and coming up with what they call the vaccination passport. Yeah, that's essentially what this it. is for the city, for the state of New York, for residents yeah, of New York. You'd have to have this to even get on the plane yeah. to get to New York. Oh, I- yeah, yeah. And I, I know for a fact that all of the major airline executives – uh, domestic ones are speaking out against that for for domestic flights. I mean, international flights. I mean, the, the, we can't control what other companies do, uh, what, what the other countries do. They haven't been making but, them do it this whole entire time. People yeah. have been flying on planes everywhere. So why would they all of a sudden start doing that? Well, they quarantine people when they come in from other countries, but not domestically. Right, right not domestically. Yeah. Well, I mean, your kind of did. Not yeah. not coming in on airplanes, but they were uh, there were checkpoints going in and out of uh, New York where they had to get uh, screened before they can come in. Yeah, they were on heavy lockdown because during the first initial phase of the pandemic, they New York City got a hit harder than most other cities. That's because they have a high concentration of population all in one little tiny place. Well, yeah, we've talked about this. More stringent on on things. Of, on people coming in. Yeah, Manhattan Island's actually about the size of DFW Airport, and there are over 3 million people that live on it. Not just those that go, that work there, the people that actually live there. Yeah. That is so freaking hard to imagine. And I, I've been there before. 
anyway, that's all I wanted to say about it, really. It's, like I said, if it's, I don't have a great feeling about it. I just don't know how that's going to affect the, the date that we have or whatnot. So. Well, I hope the rules change and you just have to show like a negative COVID test to get in. Yeah. And you can be from any state. So. Yeah. At any rate. So I want to talk about some game, some game stuff. I played. I had another online game night with the Susie Ramones kids once again. <laughs> and I think they're starting to hate me. <laughs> as far as a t- as as far as a, a a game party member, and the reason is Overwatch. <laughs> so I never actually played Overwatch until about two weeks ago. When I never really had the desire to play before, but it's one of those games that you that really you can. I mean, you can play it single player and go up against bots, but it's a lot more fun if you're playing against real people. So there's a character on there named Bastion. And Bastion is a an android that has a gun for an arm, and one of his special moves is that he makes himself stationary, and, and his uh, gun arm turns into a freaking Vulcan cannon, and it just mow, you can basically mow down anybody with bullets with three hundred clip drums, and I use that technique over and over and over again, and. Uh, Ivy, Susie's older star, she's like, Matt Thomas, if you don't, you need to stop shooting at me because it's just plain rude. <laughs> and then they're just saying, fuck you, goddammit. <laughs> and any other, any other cursed word you can think of, they were all throwing them at me, all three of her kids. And then they <laughs> ban you from playing that character? Yeah, yeah, then Brian, who, the, the, her son, who hosts the, <laughs> hosts the sessions, he, uh, he said, you are banned from using Bastion from this point forward. <laughs> It was funny. It was still a good time, though. Why is it saying we're running out of time? What meeting? Oh, oh it's because there was Kenneth had joined twice in oh, Zoom. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, uh, shit. I didn't think that happened because I actually canceled it. Well, um, mm. so we're still playing Valheim. Or canceled the other login. And while you do that, I'll I'll talk about Valheim. Okay. I'll just watch the timer, and then whenever it ends, I'll just I'll just send another invite. So, we built a humongous wall in the game, like a humongous wall, and in, in actually on Thunder K server. And it took us a couple of days, but we got it done, and it's really awesome. So then I was in my game, and I haven't really, I've done all my accomplishments have been done on Thunder K server. Well, I, I hung the heads on my stones because that's what you have to do is hang the heads of the major bosses on the stone so you can get a buff. Oh, yeah? I've hung the heads on all the stones for all the bosses that are in the game. I have not beaten the bosses from the game on my own um, inst- you know, instance of it. So today, I had today off, and I went and beat the second boss. And I had asked my son, I was like, hey, so, you know, when you beat a boss... Well, first, so just so you know, when you beat a boss... All of a sudden, you get this rush of, um, it's almost like a, a rush of, of beasts that come at you. So the first, the first boss is, is uh, it says Ithaker rallies the forest creature. So if you have doors open, um, you'll get hogs running at you. You'll get these things called necks running at you and you have to 
you know, you don't have a choice. You have to kill them because they'll all come at you at once. Okay. Well, I asked, I asked Markham, I was like, hey, if I kill the Ent, um, will, what, what comes with that? Does anything come with that? He said, no. And I was like, okay. So I killed it by myself, no help. And I didn't use cheats. And I was very proud of myself, by the way. That is awesome. Uh, I go back to my house. I'm building a, a, a stone wall because I know when I kill the other three on my server that there's going to have these other kinds of rushes that come in. One is fire people, one is skeletons, and one is um, trolls. They all, they'll come and tear down your your uh, walls. Oh, your and house, your, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then I started noticing that there were these brutes all over my property. And I was like, where did these guys come from? Well, when you kill the Ent, right, all the the brutes come into play. And I did not have brutes in my game until then. So I was like, well, now I know. Now I know that you get a rush of brutes. And they don't, like, rush you. They're just always around at night when it turns, when it goes dark. They just come into your area. Hmm, okay. So anyway, I'm going to kill the rest of the bosses and continue to build up my stuff. And continue to build, you will. How how many stories is your castle now, or your house? Oh, my house is, it's really, I guess you could say it's three stories for the um, the work house that I built, where all the workbenches are. Because the first and second story are covered, but the third story is open, and it leads to a tree house. And then you can climb up in the tree and go further. And then I built a bridge from the workhouse to the wall so that you could go from the workhouse to the wall and then survey the people you know the the surroundings and shoot them with arrows if you need to what well, that's are you doing? cool uh, i'm just checking the time on on the zoom session because i'm gonna have to restart it in a, in a couple minutes here Oh, okay yeah there's no way i can stop it unless i become a paid subscriber for it which i'm not going to do so I'm having a lot of fun. I mean, I really like this game. I tried to find a different game to play last night for the show. I was like, let me try and p- play a different game. And I couldn't keep my mind off of it. So I went right back to the game. Sorry. No, no. You, sh- you shouldn't have to apologize. Valheim is a really in-depth game for what you can do. Especially since it's not even at full retail version yet. Yeah. Still somewhat early access. Yeah, I have a, I have a lot of fun playing that. We, like Shelly said, we built a huge wall, and the other day, um, I said, Shelly, hop on the boat. So we, we hopped on the boat and went down in the ocean, and we found this little island. And Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and then we uh, we kind of terraformed the island to make it bigger. And I made it as big as I possibly could, and then uh, we built this structure on there. And then I, I was messing with Shelly, and I kind of spawned a troll for her to, you know, just kind of freak her out. And <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but next thing you know, I'm spawning serpents, and basically the island became a, like a, a island of monsters. It was like it a was battlefield. Like, it was battle royale going on. Yeah, really? <laughs> like fifty loxes on one side and fifty trolls on the other, and they were just 
battling it out. And he had built so, me a place to sit so I could sit and observe. Go ahead. Yeah, she couldn't fly on my server, but she, uh, I, I built a, a place for her to sit, and they destroyed it in like ten seconds. Jeez, it was it was awful. And they're fighting out in the ocean. They're swimming in the ocean, fighting each other. That I tell you, the, the game mechanics are just crazy in this game, and you could spawn. And then the, the funny thing is, is they all fight each other. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, didn't you say, Sushi, that you found Odin twice? Yeah, I saw him game? twice. And actually, uh, Thunder K pointed him out the first time. He's like, come here, come here, come here. I was like, hold on. He goes, no, you got to drop what you're doing and come here right now. So I walked over. He goes, see that over there? That's Odin. And I went, oh, my gosh. Well, and then we were, and it's only been on his server, not mine. Um, we were over, he had knocked down a ton of trees. And so I was <laughs> chopping him up. And I looked over and he was like hiding behind, not hiding, but he was behind one of the logs that had fallen over and he was just standing there. And I was like, there's Odin, there's Odin. He's like, where? And then Odin disappeared. And I was like, well, now I look like a liar, but I swear he was standing right there. Have you seen him, Thunder King? Yeah. Oh, I saw him the front. I was going to show Shelly. I was like, I better get her over here because if I tell her it's him and then he disappears, (laughs) she's not going to believe me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of. She's not going to believe me about Thor. Oh, what was that? I still haven't seen Thor. Oh, Thor? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he appeared also, or Freya. And don't think for one second I don't look straight up at the sky every time it rains just so that I can see Thor, and he's never showed up. Hmm. I've only seen him once. But he's, anytime it, there's lightning outside, he, there's a possibility he'll show up. That that game was the best twenty dollars I've spent in a long time. I know it's crazy. It was only twenty bucks. That's a bargain. I still have, I still have one more monster to kill. Which one? One more boss. No, we don't. Do we have one more? Yeah. Which one? One more. It's the half skeleton guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, I haven't. I haven't killed him. Okay, either. like a half undead link. Okay. Hey, Thunder K, I'm going to have to end the session and restart it. Otherwise, it's going to cut you off. So, okay. Thunder K will be right back after these messages. Well, not really. We don't have any sponsors. Yeah, we need we need uh, intern Alex the intern to uh, create a c- commercial. Oh, look, it's just your face. Well, that's on the Zoom window. I'm going to stop the video. Look, everyone can see my name now. <laughs> that's your name. Yep. I'm not Thomas. That's why everybody calls you Thomas. Well, <laughs> Ivy, Susie's oldest daughter, she she only refers to me by my first and last name. Even though nobody else is named Matt whenever I join them for their family game night. Yeah, but I think it's just habit. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's funny. I gave her a hard time about it, too. <laughs> okay, let me see here. Time to s- join him back as a participant, motherfucker. Everyone's going to see his email address too. No, not really. It doesn't capture this window. So, what else is new with you, baby? Oh, I have to work Saturday. Which oh, that I'm, sucks. Wasn't really looking forward to that. You know, you get a new job, and they don't tell you all the details of your job. They're just like, you're hired. And you're like, okay, I needed a job anyway, right? 
So you're like, okay, what are the details? Oh, well, you're going to be answering phones. Oh, they didn't tell me I was going to be doing that. And then I was like, okay, fine, I'll answer phones. Then the next thing you know, I have to work Saturdays. And during the tax season, one Sunday. You never told me about Sundays before. Yeah, I was like, are you serious? I was not very happy. Because I was like, what What am I doing here? What is my job? I mean, but at the same time, I also have to consider the fact that this job is, and I don't want to say it's easy, but it's... Not challenging? It's It's not as challenging as my past jobs have been, where I was trying to get people to get into the system and start using it. This one, I just monitor people who are already in the system and using it, so... Okay. And look, there's Thunder K, who's the back. Only, the only... The biggest challenge is, is that uh, I have to deal with people who are not happy with the product. Yeah, you... Whereas the position I had before, they were getting... They were just getting into the product, so they were... I kept... I got them excited about it, and they stayed excited. And, and then they realized how subpar the product was, then they would get angry. Well, no, they weren't really angry. They understood that we were a startup. So they it wasn't subpar for, by any means. Like uh, even as a startup, it was a pretty decent build hmm. of a product. It had its quirks, but yeah, I mean most do. Yeah, most do. But my old company. Hmm. All right. So Thunder K, can you hear us once again now that you are returned? Yep. Okay. Want to be want to be certain. All right, so I have t- just a little bit of video game stuff to talk about. So I mentioned I've mentioned on a, a couple of occurrences in the past of the Wales Interactive Five Pack of full motion video games that they published over the last five years or so that are all varying types of games and quality and whatnot. And the one that I've chosen to get into over the last couple days is called The Infectious Mind of Dr. Decker. Which essentially, (laughs) this game is a shrink simulator. You play a psychiatrist and you just spend each day talking to your different patients, trying to find out what their issues are and cure them of their mental illnesses. And you can either enable them to use them more, whether they're for good or bad or just out of curiosity or you can convince them that their powers or that they think that they have don't exist (laughs) and the other subplot to the game is is that you can either spend most of your time attempting to cure them of their ailments or you can actually find out which of them is the prime suspect in your predecessor's murderer and you actually wow. find out, yeah, you actually find out little tidbits here and there as far as the different characters and how they all, and even outside of their therapy sessions, how some of them may have interacted with others at certain points in time and how they all may have actually had some involvement with 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 Dr. Decker's um, demise afterwards, after the fact, whether they had anything to do with it directly or not. It's pretty intriguing to say the least. It's it's like I said, just like the other games that they make. There, it's essentially an interactive movie, except without grainy VGA graphics. That was the only thing I hated about games back then. 
that were full motion video. Did y'all play anything new? Uh, kind of like the Adventures of Zork or whatever it was called. Oh, the original Zork? Like the no, text? No, there was a uh, 90s uh, stop motion, or not stop motion, but uh, motion. It was all video. And you, uh, yeah, it was FMV. kind of like Phantasmagoria only with uh, Zork. Oh, uh, yeah, that was Return to Zork. I remember seeing dem- playing demos of that in uh, Best Buy when I was in high school. Yeah, I actually, I actually bought it and beat it. That it was it wasn't hard because there, there wasn't a whole lot of content on there, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so I back remember then, back then it was like a novelty to see you know real people like a movie on on computers it was that was kind of unheard of for until CDs came out. Yeah, yeah, it really was because before the only way that you could have the technology it was in laser discs and even it's even as such they were ridiculously priced back then because it was a niche technology they were size of a small pizza yeah they were 12 inches <laughs> i relate everything to food that's how i roll <laughs> yep all right so that's all i had for that's all i had for video game stuff did you have anything else as far as games or movies or or fun media, Thundercade. No, we've been dealing with issues over in my house. I didn't really have any time to play any new games. I've been playing Valheim with Sushi, and uh, my wife's been dealing with uh, medical issues. Yeah, so I really don't have. I don't really have much this week. It's been a. It's been a tough week. Yeah, I hear that, man. All right, so with that being said, uh, do you want to do the news or uh, conspiracies first? News first? Dude. What? It's like you forgot the show. I the only reason why I ask is because I don't have music uh, for, for Sushi, news to come up. News. Sushi, news. <laughs> go. Sushi, go. Oh, okay. You're not going fast enough. Come on. Sorry. Hey, you're the intern. You're not the producer. It just came out of the shitter. <laughs> I did. Sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers sells for record price of $660,000. I saw that, and that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> a Texas-based auction house announced a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment S- System sold for $660,000 the highest price ever fetched for a video game. Heritage Auctions, based in Dallas, said the copy of Super Mario Brothers that was sold as part of the comics and comic art auction during the weekend was part of a short run that was produced in 1986 before Nintendo switched from shrink wrap packaging to a sticker seal. Oh, so that's why it was worth so much. It just wasn't a sealed package. It was one that had a limited... uh, that was made just a very limited number of that particular packaging. Yeah. Now I get it. Since the production window of this copy and others like it was so short, finding another copy from the same production run in similar condition would be akin to looking for a single drop of water in an ocean. Never say never, but there's a good chance it can be done. Uh, Val- some lady named Valerie McLecky, video games director for Heritage Auctions, said in a statement. 
The video game had been purchased as a Christmas gift in 1986, but it ended up spending 35 years untouched in a desk drawer. Holy wow. crap. God. You know, it's funny that uh, the the video game community is more uh, is is also very interested in, in archiving um, any type of cartridge that is out of the ordinary. Like somebody somebody's mom worked for Sega in in the early nineties, mm-hmm. and she would get uh, these cartridges with. Uh, with development runs of say like uh, Alien Force or or Sonic the Hedgehog, and she they would they would let them bring them home to, for for testing, and you know they get they never get brought back they get stuck in in uh, closets and whatnot and they um, they actually they're they're the first thing they want to do when they see those things is they want to dump them just for historical archiving purposes not so much. Nobody wants to play a half-finished video game, but exactly. they do. But they just want it for historical purposes, and they're finding they're finding all kinds of interesting things. Like there was one called Alien Force that was so rare that they were very excited to get it. But by the time they they got it plugged in and and turned it on, it was a completely different Japanese-based game that was being translated to English which was also very rare. Hmm, I haven't heard about that one specifically. That's interesting. But on the same subject of of games that would sell that would sell today ridiculously high. That movie Nintendo Quest I've mentioned to you before Thunder K. At the time that that to. movie, yeah, yeah, at the time that that movie came was made at the time that that movie was made, the the most expensive U.S. based NES cartridge that on the market was Stadium Events, which was the first iteration of what then became World Class Track Meet. It was originally made by Bandai, and only ten thousand copies, if that, were sold across the U.S. before Nintendo caught wind of it and decided to buy the rights to not only the game itself, but their pad and rebranded underneath the Nintendo brand. Yeah, that pad was awful. Yeah. And the game itself, just loose copy, sold for like eight grand, but a sealed copy, around 15. Yeah. yeah and this Super Mario Brothers package, or oh, this Super Mario, yeah, this Super Mario Brothers cart with the limited, that, that only had limited number of a certain type of packaging, just trumps it all. And it just floors me. So my next uh, article that I read, which I thought was really interesting, and I felt like it went hand-in-hand with the video game, is Jack Dorsey's first ever tweet sells for millions. How can you sell a tweet? Yeah, that's what I'm sitting here going. It says, the social media post which said, just setting up my Twitter, was first published in March 2006 and was sold to Malaysia-based businessman Sina Estava. Estavi. Sina Estavi. Estavi. I have Jack Dorsey's original one, too. I just printed it off on my my HP printer. But you don't own it. I own it. Nope. You own that printed copy, but you don't own the rights. 
Man, this is such a gray area I don't even want to go down a rabbit hole for. It's, well, the Twitter post was sold as a non-fungible token, NFT, to Astavi. Okay. An, an I was N- wondering how the, the transaction happened. Go on. An NFT is a unique digital certificate that states who owns a photo, video, or another form of online media. Estavi okay. wrote on the microblogging site, this is not just a tweet. I think years later, people will realize the true value of this tweet, like the Mona Lisa painting. Dorsey revealed that he plans to convert the proceeds to Bitcoin and then donate them to the Give Directly Africa's Response Fund. Oh, well, that's cool. The- I don't know. I don't think that that quote is going to age well. It's like that guy who uh, back in the 1800s where he said uh, that there's he worked for the patent office and he, and he said that uh, there's no reason to hand out any more patents because everything that's been invented has already been invented. Or that that's, that could be invented has already been invented. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a small-minded man. Uh huh. But obviously, any, sucked at his job too. Well, you know the the thing is, is that the reason I even brought this to our attention on our show is that this is starting to become a trend. People are starting to sell their NFT for things that they've done, and you know that archiving you said about video games. That's another thing they're doing is they're they're using those as uh, those NFTs as a way of archiving. Yeah, it's like a digital watermark. And now that you mention it, Dustin actually, whenever he takes his his professional photos that have his 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 company logo on them, that I think that also contains an NFT, which is how you can tell that his version is authentic versus somebody that tries to rip, rip just copy it. Yeah. Well, a non fungible token is. Is not really something that you put on a picture, a copyright or a logo or something you can put over the picture that yeah. says you, you know no copies can be made. Mm-hmm. That's something different from an NFT. An NFT is actually an encrypted file attached to, um, whatever social media thing that you have. Okay. So you know that big long line of crap that you read and it has a number one two eight seven three five five on your browser when you go to a website right it's similar to that okay and my last but not least news show news, news story. story i'm helping you out so. yeah yeah nasa gives all clear earth safe from asteroid for a hundred years Phew. Now here comes some good cosmic news. NASA has given Earth the all clear for the next century for a particularly menacing asteroid. The space agency announced this week that new telescope observations have ruled out any chance of Apophis smacking Earth in 2068. That's the same 1,100 foot, 340 meter space rock that was supposed to come frighteningly close in 2029 and again in 2036. NASA ruled out any chance of a strike during those two close approaches a while ago, but a potential 2068 collision still loomed. Hmm. First detected in 2004, Apophis is now officially off NASA's asteroid risk list. Well, that's great. The only asteroids I have to worry about in my life are the ones that I produce. (laughs) You produce asteroids? Yes, we all do. In the toilet. Sometimes several times a day. We don't have crickets. Not today. I know. Because Thunder K is away. You just thought you could get away with it because we don't have crickets? I got to make some jokes. 
That's part of the charm of the you show. You do, you do. That was funny. <laughs> it was funny. All right, so let's do the conspiracy music here. Mass Effect game over music. Okay. So, I've talked about a lot of these subjects before. Oh, okay. okay. We're getting some feedback from Dustin in the chat. So he does have encrypted attachments on his photos so he can track them. NFT and social media aren't the same. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, it was weird. I don't know what else to say. Um, anyway, so, you know, we've talked about meat and stuff like that and how it's being produced in science labs. <laughs> yes. And you oh, call man. them... Okay. Kentucky fried K- Kentucky, Kentucky fried mutants. Yes. Fried mutants. Okay. Or or Mc McFetus. Yeah. McFetuses. So there is a conspiracy that we are currently eating chicken that is produced that way, because as a as a, a country, we eat one billion chicken wings a year. One billion chicken wings a year. Just wings, not any of the other parts like Just the breast wings. or Just wings. Legs. And with that being said, there are people out there that are saying there is no possible way that we are able to produce that much chicken in this country in that short period of time. And so what they're saying is, is that meat is being 3D printed, bio meat printed, 3D printed and being served up to us right now. 3D printed? Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Okay, I can imagine them doing that with the bones, but what would the meat consist of? Unless it's some kind of artificial goop or something, or if it's, it's tofu or something. Okay, so like you organic. know, you remember how when we would get that chicken from Kroger, and I'd be like, there's something really weird with this chicken? It was chicken breasts, and I'd always be like, I don't know about this chicken. I don't know about this chicken. And then I started <laughs> getting chicken from Walmart, and it was different, and I was like, yeah. see, I told you, there's something weird about this chicken versus the Walmart chicken, and I don't know what that means or what the difference is. I know that Walmart gets their chicken from Tyson. They just repackage it and put Walmart on it, right? So I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know where this chicken's coming from, but uh, I, I stuck with Walmart after that. You know what I have to say about this? You just take these chicken wings, learn to shop again, and we eat so free. <laughs> gross. That's all. That's all gross. Yeah. Well, you know, you I mean, remember I know that they 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 glue meat together. Do you remember me ta- ta- talking about that story about how they were turning poop into into hamburger patties? Yeah, in China, that was disgusting. Or Japan. I don't remember. No, it was China. It It was was China. China. That's what I thought. So anyway, that's a conspiracy that they're 3D printing meat. Um, I have another one. It is weather manipulation. Weather manipulation. Oh yeah, he's. (laughs) That's right. You did talk about Taco Bell meat last week and camel meat. (laughs) Makes me wonder if it's dromedary or bacchidary meat, and if there's any difference in the consistency. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not offended by camel meat. I don't know. 
I don't know Maybe, I thought it was soybean meat, to be honest. I thought it was just soy. But if it's, it's camel I meat. I think it's frozen meat that's been frozen since 2018. It's freeze-dried freeze since 1955. <laughs> yeah, it's shit. like vintage meat. It's I, vintage. Like wine, only with meat. Yeah. I, I saw a fucking ridiculous-ass video on Facebook. It was at least a year ago. And it was some dude from northeastern one of those northeastern european countries like turkey or maybe uh east uh, yeah yeah turkey or one of those um countries in eastern europe anyway but he he barbecued a whole damn camel mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the most fucking ridiculous thing i've ever seen um I just think to myself, I've never seen anyone barbecue a whole animal of that size. You can look on YouTube and see people doing it all the time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I won't even tell you. I won't even tell you how they cook dog. I don't even want to know. Yeah. I, well, I've already told Markham, and I think I scarred him for life. Because mm. I was talking to this lady who was from Vietnam, and she said, "Yeah, they eat dog. It's not, you know, it's not a pet there. It's it's food. They eat it." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." Um, so I'll just tell you, I mean, it's, it sounds terrible, but I'll just, just tell you what she told me. Um, she told me what they would do is, is they would not feed the dog for like five or six days so that the dog was starving. And then they would put bowls of uncooked rice outside Yes, you for have them told me to this. eat that. And they would eat the rice and their stomachs would basically kill them from the inside yeah. and then they would roast the dog and the rice and they'd eat the rice out of the stomach yeah. so now, now you that know. last part i didn't know yeah that's what she told me and i was like that's good right. to know Ugh. i don't know about all that i just can't i just think about shiner our sweet doggy i know that's what i think but mm. but to them it's not it's I, not I, a pet I, yeah it's it's part of it's not taboo like and illegal yeah. like it is here you, it's not a social norm. Yeah. Okay, so weather manipulation. We've all heard of HARP. E? No, not HARP-E. <laughs> I, maybe we haven't heard of HARP. Let me let me make sure I say exactly the way, what it is. I'm going to type it out. I know what it is, but I just want to get the explanation of what it is exactly. It says that the HARP program has expired, but um, HARP weather. Hey, Matt, did you read what Dustin wrote? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's something that he told me about when we were in Austin, that he did have a cousin that worked for Blizzard and got on the... He was on the... Basically, the ground floor of developing World of Warcraft, and he, I think, made some serious money and went off and to work for Bioware and worked on Mass Effect. Series, but I, I don't remember all the things that he was getting into with 3D printers. So I remember him talking about it. I just don't remember specifically, like if he was making guns or things of that nature. So, um, just so you know what HARP is, it's the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, or H A A R P. Uh, it's a scientific endeavor that's aimed at studying the properties and behavior of the ionosphere. Okay. So we're going to stop there. Okay, because I don't know what the ionosphere is. Okay, let me give you the definition of what the ionosphere is. I think it's okay. like, I mean, it's, it's you you know, the Earth has different spheres around it that protects us against many different things. Like, I think uh, 
you have the atmosphere, which gives us, you know, oxygen and allows us to breathe. Yeah. The um, lithosphere, the ionosphere, and then the mesosphere. One of those protects us against UV rays from the sun. Uh, and then the other two have different specific functions. There's like four. There's there's four different spheres. So the layer okay. of the Earth's atmosphere that contains a high concentration of ions and free electrons and is able to reflect radio waves. Hmm. So do they cost money on other spheres? It lies above the <laughs> mesosphere, mesosphere, can't talk, and extends from about 50 to 600 miles above the Earth's surface. So with that being said... Hold on, he just said printing laws are lax in Europe, so they were developing ways to print flesh for burn victims. Oh, that's I knew right. that. Yeah, I knew about that. Now I remember. Um, so let's we'll get back to the the weather thing, and then we'll we'll turn back to what he Dustin's saying in chat. But so basically, the conspiracy theory around this is while Harp was supposed to be doing research on the ionosphere in Alaska. What they were doing is they were creating weather patterns that were destructive over a period of time to um, thin the herd. I've heard about this. I actually heard about this several times over the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. That people, yeah, that people have developed technology to change the change weather patterns. Mm-hmm. Not climate, and, mind you. Climate's long-term. Weather's yeah. short. So that's that's one conspiracy theory that I found. Where they <laughs> Meat were... isn't out of the question. <laughs> it's never out of the question with you. No. <laughs> He's saying so if they can 3D print skin for burn victims... Then meat is out of the is not out of the question. Meat can be three D printed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. But w- what I <laughs> what uh, Robotator said and what I'd like to know is is what is the meat made of? What's their source material? Yeah, yeah What's their source material? And it it kind of makes me think of chicken McNuggets because that's all that is is particle meat. Chicken, chicken McNuggets is basically a paste. Yeah, yeah. That they've created out of mushed up meat. Death burger. Yeah. So I wonder if they're getting their ideas on how to make the mushed up meat from McDonald's. Who knows? I don't know. Mm. But it is a conspiracy out there. Um, Last one. There's a conspiracy theory that we are all in a simulation. That we aren't real. And there are... Some proof, there is some proof out there that this is possible. For instance, you can create and encode DNA viruses. Well, what do you think the the coronavirus vaccine is? Right. Well, it, it actually has messenger RNA that it puts into your cells that makes your body think that you have that. Uh, you have at least part of the coronavirus right. without injecting you with the coronavirus. And then there's also the deja vu and the Mandela theory. All of those are contributed yeah. to that. This is we're in a matrix. Someone's playing a video game. We're all part of this video game. What a shitty video game. I know. Hmm. Can I can I play a different game? There's the butterfly effect, too. <laughs> that movie with Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> um, I've, oh, I'm sorry. I have one more. I forgot about this okay. one. Um, this one, you know, we've talked about things like this in the past. The CIA 
has a bunch of documents that they released about mind control and what they were doing to research mind control. And one of them is that, you know, in the, in the 1950s, they went in and, you know, they gave people LSD and did a bunch of things. Remember when they made it illegal to put messages in songs? Like, they were putting... Uh, yeah, subliminal messages. Subliminal messages in songs, yeah. and it became illegal. Mm-hmm. This is st- strictly f- because of the CIA experimenting on people. And all the bands from the 70s and 80s that got accused of that, too, before... Yeah. The, well, that that was actually the brain... Well, that was the the mind child of Tipper Gore whenever she was heading up the PMRC before the yeah. parental advisory stickers were invented. Yeah. So, uh, long story short, that our government is trying to control us. And in a way, if you look at TV shows, if you look at commercials, if you look at movies, there's a lot going on in these movies that wasn't allowed way back then that is allowed now. And directs our people to go in that direction. People are overly sexualized. People, uh, there's too much. There's a lot of violence. Even music now. Even music oh, is yeah. being manipulated. Um, yeah. Well, there's a lot more than just WAP. There's know. there's uh, domestic violence in songs, and people are trying to normalize it. Uh, you know, where we were in the 80s and the 90s, people were fighting for to get their voice heard for inequalities. Now it's turned into songs about sex, songs about violence, songs. Of, I mean, it was violent then, but it was violent. It felt like because they were fighting for inequalities, you know, now it's just violence for violence. Violence. Sake, yeah. yeah. And now it's just sex. Yeah, and because that's not entertaining sex. to me. To yeah. me, I don't like shock for shock value. I mean, if have it, if it has a message or some kind of comic comedy behind it. Yeah, I'm not really into it. You know, I I I wonder if we should have a show dedicated to conspiracy theories and get Dustin on the show. He Ooh. really wants to talk about him. Yeah, the, he <laughs> he and Stubbs get really deep on the subjects. I'm just more of a surface uh, on on a lot of these. Unless I really delve into them, I'm more of a surface contributor for them. It would be interesting to compare it's my, notes. It's not my thing. Because I, I I read everything I can, but to be very complete and utterly honest, I understand what I read, but I cannot verbalize it back to you. I could write a, a 10-page you know, a report on everything I read, and it will be very clear, but to speak it out loud, I, I have a really difficult time relaying the message that I got. So... It would be awesome to have, to hear someone else talk the things that I know about in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but those are all the conspiracy theories I have today. I'm really just buying time for, you know. Oh, yeah. The World Economic Forum. That's yeah. that's right. It was supposed to be in May and now it's, what, August. You know, here's the thing with that. They probably, I know you mention it all the time, but I, I still remember. I feel like they already had it. I feel like they already had it, but they're not talking about it. And this is just a public spectacle that they're arranging? Yeah. To, show, I, to you know, internationally you have your, televise? Right. You ha- well, it's or, not televised. Or not, not televised, no. but to 
but it's, it's talked about internationally. News is talking about it. But secretly, I feel like they've already met and discussed the matters. And, you know, Prince Charles is heavily involved in all of this. And, and cannibalism. <laughs> Yeah, that's another can- one of your theories. Yeah. I don't know if we talk. Do we talk about that on the show? The royal family being cannibals? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's all I have. Maybe that's why Megan's like, "Come on, Harry, we're getting the fuck out of here." Yeah, she's like, "I'm a vegan." <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you tell me before we got married? We don't eat people. My mom's never gonna accept you now. Well, actually, no, his mom's dead. Sorry, my my dad's never gonna accept you now. Right. See how quickly I corrected myself there? Jeez. Yep. That could have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, are we ready for Stump the Robotuna? I feel like and I don't remember any of the questions that you asked before we started to ask us if you've ever read them to us or not. Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to... I like to do this because you guys never know the answers. Well, so that's I'm a point, going, isn't it? I'm going to ask... Questions that I've asked before. All right. To see if they've retained any information. Let me bring back over. Okay, yeah, Alex is there to keep score good. I mean, it's not as if I can retain very much, but even still, I'm going to see if you guys can. (laughs) Okay. Bring it on. Okay. Which email service is owned by Microsoft? Okay. Okay. Correct. Ooh, quick on the draw on that one. Which, Outlook is also a viable answer. Which country produces the most coffee in the world? Shit. <laughs> Alex, the answer in Bolivia. No. No. Robotuner. Brazil. Correct. <laughs> I knew it was South he America. Finally, this is the third time I've asked. The I thought th- it was more than that. No, that was the third time. <laughs> Blessed. All right, which song by Louis Fonzie and Daddy Yankee has the most views of all time on YouTube? What song by those people has uh-huh. the most views of any song on YouTube? Yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll just give you... I bet it's a pop song. I'll, or do, a mul- I'll do multiple choice. Okay. Is it A... Oh, my gosh. Hold on. <laughs> Is, is it even an English t- yeah. name? Yeah. Is it A, we got the beat? B, oh my gosh, I can't think right now. Hold on. I got a list of I'm songs. Got, I think it's we got the beat. <laughs> I think it's we got the beat. No. <laughs> I was answer, we got the beat. No. Hold on. That's not my actual answer. Yeah, don't yeah, guess yet. Letter. I'm not thinking real clear. I'm real tired today. Mm. Sorry, guys. Um... Is it The weekend? Save Your Tears? That's B. Is it... Oh, man, I just really messed up. You know what? Never mind. I'm going to switch to the next song. I can't do All this. All right, well, what was the answer? It was Despacito. Despacito? Yeah. I don't even know that song. Yeah, I don't know of it. Oh, I do know the song. Never mind. What was yeah, the first just... state? Robotuner. Uh-huh. Massachusetts? No. Oh, shit. Virginia. No. Thunder K. Gas. <laughs> Gas. <laughs> yeah. That's the first state. Oh, my gosh. State <laughs> in America. 
Oh, you didn't clarify. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Gas liquid solid. What is the first uh, state in America? State. Georgia. You already you already asked Alex the intern. Texas. You no. can't keep guessing. Ohio. Don't okay, Pennsylvania. No, it was Delaware. Ah. Uh, when Washington crossed the Delaware, that's a good way to remember it. What is the capital city of Spain? You've asked this okay. one before too. Oh, who? Who? Okay. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, that you is got correct. it. What is the painting La Gioconda more usually known as? Alexander. Yeah. The Mona Lisa. Correct. La Gioconda. What is Chandler's last name in the sitcom Friends? Robert Tudor. Bean. Spell it. B-E-A-N-E. No. Bing, like Bing Crosby, B-I-N-G. Correct. Oh, I thought it was Bean. No, Bing. Uh, Chandler Bing. Like the outdated, well, the, the uh, not outdated, but the non-existent search engine that Microsoft had to accompany IE and Edge. Who did Madonna kiss at the 2003 VMAs? Robotuner. Uh-huh. Britney Spears. And? And, well, Christina Aguilera was on stage with him, but she didn't kiss her. Yes, she did. She did? Yes. Okay, so that's my answer then. <laughs> I guess you got that right. Okay. How much does the Chewbacca costume weigh? You have not asked this one before. Okay. I know what it's made of. Huh? What was your answer? 30 pounds. No. Okay. I was just throwing, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Alex the intern, 50 pounds. No. God dang. Wouldn't it be crazy if Peter Mayhew was actually <laughs> buried in his Chewbacca costume? I mean, if you wore the Chewbacca costume and walked around the neighborhood three times, you'd lose weight. Oh, if it was 50 pounds. Anyway. I'm, uh, let's see. Robotuner. Robotuner. Uh-huh. I am going to guess 25 pounds. Jeez, no, it's eight pounds, guys. Eight Come on, pounds? can you imagine? Carrie, can you imagine you wearing hit. a twenty-pound costume, costume, and walking around going? Because <gasps> you're, you know. Why would you sound like a gorilla? Well, because you'd be walking oh. around in a fifty-pound costume. I didn't say fifty; I said twenty-five. Not that yeah, Twenty pounds is not that heavy. Okay. Especially for someone it. as big as Peter Mayhew and Jonas Satomo, who's you know, plays you him know. now. She's over 20 pounds. Yeah, carrying a kid for a long period of time hurts your arms. It does. Yeah, I remember when Ainsley was little. Okay. What colors are the Norwegian flag? The Norwegian flag? That's what I said. Okay. Mm. Thunder K, light blue? No. White? Some other ones. Alex the intern red and white? No. I don't think it's Switzerland. That's Canada. That's Canada. That's also Japan. Canada. It's also Japan. Yeah. Red, white, and blue. 
You already guessed. I can't. I'm just throwing words out there. Okay. I'm not even guessing. I have no idea. I'm not going to guess. Red, white, and blue. Oh, it is. What? <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> you didn't know either. Name the three primary colors. I was the answer. Okay. Red, blue, yellow. Correct. It's quick on the draw for that one. I know colors. Oh. Which name is rapper Sean Combs better known by? Robotuner. Okay. Puff Daddy, a.k.a. Puffy, a.k.a. P. Diddy. Correct. Which is the only vowel on a standard keyboard that is not on the top line of letters? Robotuner. A. Correct. That was real easy. I just glanced down on my keyboard. How many... Cheater. How many phases of the moon are there? I'll say it's from 12. No. Thunder K, 30. No. Oh. No, there's not. Robotier? Mm-hmm. Six? No. Damn. Eight. Oh, I was close. Yeah, because you have your, you have your, like, new moon. You're like... Yeah, new wow. moon is no moon. Yeah. Yeah, your moon moon, wax moon moon. Half moon. What's a moon moon? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. What how many bones do sharks have in their bodies? About a full row of teeth. At Thunder K zero. Correct. Are they exoskeletal? They're all They're cartilage. Cartilage. Oh, okay. Cartilage. Because I've seen a shark's skull before. I've asked that, that question before. That didn't count. I've asked that question before. Okay. Uh, which planet has the most gravity? Alex the intern. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, Jupiter. Correct. Damn, I was going to guess that. I feel like you're looking these up, but I'm, I, I don't know. He's not. I know, I know. Which mammal doesn't have a vocal cords? Alex the intern, giraffe. Correct. Holy crap. Dying draft. What is the national dish of Spain? The national dish? I know you haven't asked this one yes, before. Yes, I have. I've asked this before. You have? Mm-hmm. I'll just see a term carp. Nope. Dang. Thunder K enchiladas. No. Robotier. Menudo. You've, you've eaten it. No. <laughs> Paella. <laughs> Paella? Uh-huh. Paella? Paella. When did we ever have paella? We had it when we went to uh, Trader Joe's and I got it in that box. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was right. really good. We liked it. It was. Okay. okay. I guess this will be the last question. I don't know how many I've asked. All right. Who played Neo in The Matrix? Robotuner. Keanu Reeves. Correct. That's the bull crap. <laughs> It's not fair. We should get it. We should get a couple seconds head start because we have a delay. You don't have delay. Yeah, we do. No. Also, we do because I'm saying exactly the same time as Matt, and we all knew the answer. And all right, the I'm going to count to three, and I want you to say your names. Ready? One, two, three. Road turn. Yeah. There is a delay. Yeah. Who won? Alex. Out of a. Three-way tie, RoboTuner. Dude. <laughs> then why are you complaining? Uh, 
Oh, because the last question. Okay. Three-way tie. Let me ask a different question. Okay. No, 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 no. That's fine. Do you have another one cute? I I do. I have lots of them. All right. What does space sound like? Robotary? Nothing. Because there's no vibration. Nothing. There's no, there's no air to vibrate. Alex, the intern, it sounds like two llamas having sex. <laughs> That's wrong. I already answered nothing. I, I, yeah, you, it, you're right. It is nothing. Okay. okay. Um, how many total time zones are there in the world? In the world? In the world. Oh, shit. Alex, the intern, 23. No. Oh. <laughs> For every hour of the day, <laughs> I don't. Well, how many hours are there in the day? Twenty-four, but yeah, the international date line, which is also a time zone. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure if it like this. So, like, what's the answer? Thunder K twenty-four. Correct. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thunder Th- K one. Thunder K wins. <laughs> I was just remaining silent over here to see if they would actually get it. Everybody's a winner today, guys. Yes, indeed. Everybody's a winner. All right. All right. Well, let's let's get out of here so Alex can fi- finish his thesis and submit his scholarship to the scholarship contest. And until then, if you have anything you'd like for us to discuss on the show, you can send us an email to... Robotuner2020 at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail at 682-325-1379. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at the Robotuner. And we are live most Sundays or Mondays, depending on what day of the week we feel like it. Anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. Central Time. So we don't have any emails again. I've already checked. Yeah, no voicemails either. So if you're having trouble, maybe I should change the email address. I don't know. That's up to you. Change it to RIP. And it's also, yeah. And, I don't know. and if you're following us on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. And you can get notified whenever we go live if you like to listen to us in that format. Make sure you hit the bell icon. And, and yeah, the bell icon down there somewhere that I'm pointing on my camera. All right. Until then, we will see you next week. Red Pants. <laughs>